Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tapping This Week. I am Deborah Dondelinger, and today we are continuing our um, news coverage. No, this isn't news. We're conti- um, this podcast is continuing to look at our emotional response to the virus and the pandemic. And for me, where I am in Maryland, this is coming into the fourth week of more intense awareness of the virus and the impact on my state and my area. Now, some of us move through, as I talked about the last time, some of us move through feelings rather quickly. Some of us can see what's coming. And so we have had an emotional response earlier than other people. Some people have a more of a delayed response to what's going on. And it's been really interesting to to notice the different places people are. So I have five questions that we're going to be looking at today as we do some tapping. And the invitation really is to give yourself permission, give yourself this time to notice what you're feeling, to go in, to do some processing so that you can move to whatever is the next thing that shows up. There was a really cool graph from the, hold on a second, the Institute for Collective Trauma and Growth. And they talk about the stages that a community goes through over like three, two or three years. And one is like the sudden impact and one is is heroism. One is, um, disillusionment. And then uh, they think there are five total. I'll put a link at the bottom of the podcast. But it made me, it reminded me of the stages I've been going through. And I sure, I'm sure you'll recognize them. Many of us had a point of shock. There was one particular bit of news or cancellation or action that, that sort of got our attention. And we're like, I can't believe this is happening. And we would have a physical sense of shock. There's some of us who, um, have had to grieve. Oh, grief on so many levels. And as I've been telling uh, clients, it's really okay to be selfish with your grieving. It's uh, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Really let yourself feel the sadness of what you're not able to have or what you haven't had the able to experience or what you have had to experience. Then there are things that we are still putting our heads in the sand around. We are still in denial. And that's really okay because the, our nervous systems, the way we're wired, we can only handle so much. We are, our brains are so smart, right? You know, they're not going to let us be overwhelmed. They're just going to give us a little bit of information at a time that we can absorb and, and, and work with. So ask yourself, am I denying too much? So here are the five questions that I'm going to take you through and we'll do some tapping. So the first one is, oh, sorry. I'm going to assume you know how to tap. I've decided for the podcast, I just have to assume you know mechanically how to tap. If you don't, you could find on my site how to tap. And there's plenty, there's a video on the tapping re- the resource page for the virus. Um, yeah, so I'm going to assume you know how to tap. Okay, so what are you grieving? Just notice in your body, the sadness I was awake, awoken last night, a couple nights ago with this, and I have not been feeling that sad. I was felt sad about my trip being canceled and about my daughter's birthday, but I haven't been, had a lot of grief, but I have nobody in my immediate circle who's, who's been affected by the virus or died yet. But I woke up a couple nights ago with this deep sadness and this feeling of that somebody I know is going to die from the virus. And I was just like, okay, I can feel it. Nobody's died yet. Um, so we'll see what happens. But just like, what are you grieving? It could be, um, it could be so many things. Yeah, notice it in your heart space. Scale of zero to 10. 
how sad do you feel right now? Side of the hand, as I notice how sad I feel right now, I hold myself with care, compassion, and love. As I notice this tenderness, these tears, this ache in my heart, I hold myself with care, compassion, and love. As I notice that I'm feeling sad, I also see the love I have for whatever it is that I'm feeling sad about, and I can honor both. On the eyebrow point, feeling sad, moving through the points on the side of the eye, this love in my heart under the eye, this ache in my heart on the nose. Part of me thinks I don't have it that bad, so why be sad? And part of me knows it's okay to oh, notice what I'm grieving. Even though I might not know why I feel sad. I deeply honor and respect my heart. My capacity to feel. Top of the head point. Honoring whatever my heart is telling me. Good. Relax your hands. Gentle breath. And if the um, feelings of sadness are more intense, go ahead and pause the video. I mean, pause the audio and do some more tapping silently using your own words. And then come back and join in again. So the next question is, what are you feeling hopeful about? Perhaps excited or enthused? Yeah, that's a really uncomfortable question to say out loud. But I know there are things that you're noticing that make you feel like, whoa, this is cool. Um, for me, it's noticing the positive environment, environmental impact, um, seeing pollution come down, um, emissions come down. That's pretty um, an unattended positive consequence from the shutdowns that are happening. I've also been had the opportunity to share a lot about tapping with people who've never been exposed to it. So reaching out and touching more people and that feels satisfying that I can be of help and of service. Not at all to say I wish this pandemic was happening. Some of you might find that being at home, you're finding connections with your kids or your animals or your hobbies or yourself Some of you might be feeling hopeful that the new plasma technique from recovered patients will help people who have the COVID-19. So see if you notice anything that you're feeling hopeful about. Let's do some tapping, side of the hand. Even though I might feel guilty that I feel hopeful. Everybody else is feeling so sad. I completely trust myself and how I feel. Even though it's my nature to feel hopeful. To find the potential. 
and I'm not minimizing anybody else's experience. I know what feelings are, feel are better for me to follow. As I notice I feel hopeful and grounded, I share that energy with the world around me. Moving through the points. As Mr. Rogers says, look for the helpers. Feeling hopeful. Seeing how people are working together. Seeing all the people who are leading well. See the artists and, and talented people who are sharing their skills freely. Feeling hopeful about our medical, our amazing medical genius minds who are working on solutions. Noticing anything I feel hopeful about. And even if I don't feel hopeful right now, I know that one day I will again. Good job. Nice breath. So here's another question. What have you accepted? We have such a resiliency. And part of the resiliency is we sort of accept what's in front of us and we move on. If you think about it, to be here as a human race, look at what we have survived over all of these years. Think hundreds of years going back, what did your ancestors have to survive in order for you to be here? There is part of you that is amazingly resi resilient, and part of being resilient is accepting what is and then moving forward. So what have you accepted? What are you already doing that you would be stunned three weeks ago to think of? You're wearing a mask to the grocery store, um, changing your routines. Just what have you already accepted? And give yourself credit for that. Like, good job. You know, our brains really like habits. We like not having to think about things because when we think about things, it uses up our brain energy. And that's why we have habits. Things that are done habitually don't take any decision-making power. So the more you can sort of accept and incorporate into your day, the more freedom that gives you. If you remember the first podcast I did about the virus and change, how everything takes longer? Well, yeah, you've probably noticed that you're, you're, you're feeling like you have more energy available now as you figured out how to do all these things that you're having to sort out a couple weeks ago. So what have you accepted and already incorporated? What have you let go of? This is tied to the grieving question, but maybe there wasn't even grieving. Um, you know, I had, I had plans in April and May and June and one by one month at a time, I'm letting go of those plans. There's almost like a surrender to not having a control of one's schedule, a surrender to what is. So what if you let go of that you're done grieving, it's gone, you're done? Yeah, doesn't that feel good? And then the last one question is a little bit more painful, but I'm, I'm going to push us there. It's um, what are you still denying? What are you in denial about? I still think that come June, we'll have a proper summer and we'll be out and about, perhaps with some distancing still in place or some um, change in behavior. But I still think when June comes, we, we're going to have summer. I'm in the Northern Hemisphere. 
what is still uncomfortable to consider being changed? One thing that causes me grief is the number of people who are going to die from the virus. Um, that brings me a lot of sadness. And I can't quite process how many people it's going to be. Hmm. All right, we'll finish up with one round of tapping around how resilient we are and put it all together. Side of the hand. As I notice how amazingly resilient I am. My family is. My community is. Hmm. I deeply and completely accept myself. As I think about all of the obstacles, all of the plagues and wars and immigrations, and I can't even begin to think that my ancestors lived through, for me to be here today, I know that I have resiliency built into every cell of my body. To think about how adaptable I am, how I can reevaluate my priorities, how I've already made all these changes to my routines and my home life. <sighs> I acknowledge how resilient I am. Hmm. Knowing through the points. Noticing my physical resiliency. Noticing my emotional resiliency. Noticing my intelligence. Noticing how people are working together. Noticing all the people who I respect for what they're doing and the skills they bring. Noticing in myself the qualities I'm bringing and showing up with. Hmm. Honoring the potential that we have. Honoring the journey and path of the human race. Ah, nice job. Well, thanks for tapping along, everybody. I've had the chance to introduce tapping to a, a, a bunch of people last week, and I'll have a couple of live interviews coming up. I'm really excited that I can help people work with their own emotional state. But also I know, as Antonia and um, Dodge and Joel Mark would say from Personality Hacker, people tend to over- value their own experience. So I'm all about the emotional stuff. But some of you are going to be all about the physical stuff and getting things done. And some of you are going to be about the mental. So I'm just holding a placeholder for us to do our emotional work. But that is not the whole pie. Um, so wherever you're spending your energy and your time to feel resourced, keep doing that. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for tapping. And I look forward to talking to you with you or, or for not for you. I look forward to talking in a week. Thanks a lot. Bye.